I'm Tammy McCarthy. And I'm Becky Davis. We're two soul sisters on the front lines of growth and transformation, getting real about it all. You know, sometimes we're totally in our woo-woo groove, walking on light. Yep. And other times, we lose our footing and end up tripping over those very same rays of sunshine. That's woo-woo in the real world. On this show, we're giving you an inside look at all the healing practices and mindfulness that we use and how we integrate them into our lives. Yep, we're talking to interesting people who can help us along the way as we look at some of the woo and wild things that make us go, hmm. We hope that you'll join us. Living Living woo-woo in the real world. Well, welcome back to Woo Woo in the Real World, and we are chugging away on our season two here. Our theme is... Rituals. Yes. And today we are talking about the water element. Yeah, so we've been focusing on the elements of nature, Mm -hmm. and today, as you said, we're focusing on water, and um, I'm so excited about our guest here today. We have a live guest, which is always so much fun. It is. We have Nina Curley here. And um, Nina and I met, wow. I mean, we have a lot of crossover in our mm-hmm. world. Our kids mm-hmm. go to school together. Mm-hmm. We live in the same community. Mm-hmm. Um, professionally, uh, Nina was the vice president and the, um, I'm going to get this right. I'm going to get this you right. Tell me, tell me. Tell me. It's I such a great title. I was the vice president and chief development officer. Chief development yeah. officer. That's what it was. She yes. raised all the money, money, money. Yes. yes. For a For great a really organiza- a great organization yeah. in the arts, but also in our community. So how lucky are we? Mm-hmm. Caramore. Mm-hmm. So such lucky. Such a great place. Absolutely. So welcome, Nina. Thanks for having me, you guys. This is great. Yeah. It's so great to have you. So one of the things um, that we focus on here in Woo Woo in the Real World is, you know, Becky and I, we We've had this journey of um, soul seeking and Mm. we tell stories. Well, our friendship really blossomed from telling each other stories because we share this so passionately um, and became great friends and soul sisters because of it. Right. Yeah. So Nina and I sat down for coffee one day Mm -hmm. to catch up at a local coffee shop. And when I walked in, Nina was there first and sitting on the table was this beautiful book. It is beautiful. This is the one that Nina gifted me, mm-hmm. which I'm um, so happy and grateful for. And it's called Moon Bath, and it's bathing rituals and recipes for relaxation and vitality. So we're going to dive into this book a little bit, but mm-hmm. we're going to talk to Nina because I was like, okay, she had shared some things with me where you you weren't really a woo-woo person. Mm-mm. But tell us how you came upon this book, part A, and part B is when I heard this story, I was like, oh, we have to have this conversation on the podcast. Oh, wow. Because I want Becky to hear it. I can't wait. I have not and I heard want it. I'm with everyone else listening. to hear it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because it was such a beautiful example of just how something, you got the, this book as a gift yourself, mm-hmm. and you dove into it. And Nina, Hello. Okay. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Thanks so much for having me. Um, Uh, I will tell you. you Take it away. Sure. Of course. And please interrupt with anything. But and and if it's different than what I told you, (laughs) if I'm forgetting something, you can remind me. It's all good. I got this book from my sister for Christmas. It's from one of my most favorite stores in the whole world, which is up in Massachusetts. So she had put together a whole bunch of different things from the store, plants and 
cookbooks and all the things that I like. And she included this book, which would typically not really be my jam. I'm mm. not particularly woo-woo in general, but I'm quite curious. And those two things sometimes can go together. So the background is that I got this book and that I don't love the winter. I really don't. I'm. That's tough. I have a hard time with the that, Northeast. But it I have is that tough. I'm, I, that hurts me too. It yeah. hurts me too. I too just, dark, too cold. It's yeah. very dark. <laughs> yeah. I get the Sunday yeah. weepies, mm. and January and February are not my best look. Oh. So, my husband, who knows me well enough, said, "You got this book. Typically, it would be something that you would just put on the shelf. Just read it, and see what you think." So I read it and I tried to have an open mind, which was the key. Mm -hmm. And I thought, all right, this is basically a recipe book. I can do this. And we're headed into what I consider the armpit of the year. So (laughs) totally. I'm right there with you. Right. So I'm going to just focus on this. This is where I'm going to put my brain because otherwise I'm going to be thinking about things that I can't control and that are going to make me anxious, et cetera. So... The book is is the trifecta of woo-woo. It is <laughs> ritual bathing. So you're basically making a tea almost with botanicals. It's based on the moon phases and on the seasons. Wow. So I was looking at this and my skeptical brain was sort of going, all right, okay, moon phases, I gotcha, all right. Go. All right, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> I am being curious and open. I'm being curious and open. <laughs> we're just, this is Nina, we're judgment free, judgment free, judgment free. Do it, do it, do it. And um, and that really was how, how I just had to t- take any yeah. skepticism, put it away, mm-hmm. and just say, look, we're, I'm doing it. So I opened the book and I. I googled the moon phase. I saw that it was a waxing moon, so there's a moon that's that's growing, um, and it was the winter. So then I go to the waxing winter moon page, and I go on Amazon and I order all the various botanicals that I need, and the um, essential oil that I need, and so this whole recipe happens. And I thought that was kind of the crux of it. Mm-hmm. All right, well. In in two You're days is the come. in yeah. two days is the is the night that it's the waxing winter moon. It was like a Tuesday night in January, so of course it got dark at like three thirty in the I afternoon. Know. So right. depressing. So oh. I make the tea, I do the thing, and then I started reading more closely. And it's a lot more than that. So I needed to say some things to myself. I needed mm. to say, I cultivate authentic connection. Ooh. Yeah. Your eyes just got really big when you I said right. that. You know why? That because I was like, thing? what the heck does that even mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say it. I'm saying it. I cultivate authentic connection, dumping in my tea, sprinkling in my my um, essential oil. By the way, pro tip, cardamom oil mm-hmm. is magic. It Ooh, makes your it makes you feel like you are in a Scandinavian wood. It's mm. so the the olfactory element was there right away. So I repeated this mantra, and there's a series of questions that I'm supposed to ask myself while I'm in the bath. Okay, I'm doing it. Get in the bath, 
it actually smells really good. It feels good. And I start to actually think about these questions. When am I most connected to people? To whom am I most connected? I would actually have to look up what the specific questions are. Mm -hmm. So, and then there's more. You get out and there's, there's some sort of almost optional elements. There's mm -hmm. an element of massage. So this is a really grounding practice. There's a foot massage piece. There's questions that you ask yourself after the bath. So my husband came up and he said, what, how was it? Did you just feel like you were sitting in a bunch of tea? <laughs> <Right>. Or, <laughs> and I said, no, actually it was really nice. Wow. It was really nice. There was a lot of space that I gave myself. It was a lot of quiet time. I have three boys. Mm -hmm. So giving myself a lot of physical space, some mental space, but with the guidance of these questions, mm -hmm. which was critical because I have a squirrel brain. I will make the lists, replay the conversations, do all the overthinking, whatever it is. But you couldn't because you had almost a... A different kind of guide. A different kind of guide. Yeah. Right. Which is amazing. It was amazing. And so what happened was I decided this is, this is what I'm going to do this winter. This is my thing now. Really weird, but okay, we're doing it. So every week when it was the new moon or the waxing moon or the full moon or the waning moon, I would do the prescribed bath. I would say the mantra. I would think about the questions, really sort of process them. And I started to have some aha moments, mm. which was really interesting. Um, Anything you want to share? I'm glad oh, you asked. Sure. I was going to yeah, ask the course. same thing. Absolutely. <laughs> so let's see. Um, one of the questions in one of the moon phases, I can't remember, was... When, with whom do you feel most authentically yourself? Where are you? And I was going through it and I was closing my eyes and thinking about it, of course, with my family and whatnot. And there's, there was a, a mom friend, basically a, a sort of neighborhood woman that I had been doing walks with in the fall. We were not that close, just sort of, she's the mom of my kids' friends, something, something, whatever, basically. Mm -hmm. I had not put much effort and I was thinking about this and processing and I thought, and I realized that when I had been going on these walks with this woman in my neighborhood, I really felt great. I felt like a million bucks afterward. There was an energy there. It felt very safe. And so the aha moment was I should work on it. I should, mm. this is a friendship that I should prioritize. I should pay attention. Um, cause I can be a little fast moving and just sort of out of sight, out of mind. So that was a, that was a good That's one. Like, great. Oh, I, yeah. I would not have necessarily thought that this was something that I should drive toward yeah. and that I should be intentional about. So those, those types of, of aha moments, mm -hmm. not necessarily life changing, but small tweaks. Yeah. Right. But small tweaks can be so significant. Mm -hmm. I mean, we talk about mm -hmm. that all the time, mm -hmm. right? So I, I actually, listening to you, this question came up in my mind for me that I would love to ask you, mm -hmm. which is prior to this amazing ritualized bath experience, mm -hmm. what was your bathing experience like before? I was a shower taker mm -hmm. and really bathing 
was utilitarian. Take your shower. That's it. Here and here <laughs> endeth the lesson. Yeah, um, right. so I'm with you. Right. I'm was, not a bather either. Yeah. So it's I would be, approach that the same way because it takes so much time. It takes a it's lot of time. Not very and efficient. I have that narrative that I don't have time, which is not true. Right. It's not but true. it's a narrative that mm-hmm. I I perpetuate. Um, and we moved into our current house during COVID. And the house has a great bathtub. I think that's probably why my sister gave me this book, even mm. though I'm not particularly woo-woo. She knew that I should be using that bathtub better. Mm. Whereas before, we had one of those tubs that were teeny tiny, uh-huh. and various parts of your body are coming <laughs> right. out, and it's not <laughs> that's good. That's not a good experience. It's not yeah. good. You, mm-hmm. you look like an archipelago of islands. <laughs> and um, so... She knew, I think, that I wasn't really putting this tub through its paces and uh-huh. that I should. And she was right. Oh, wise sister. Oh, Nina. wise sister. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the utility of bathing really mm-hmm. was what it was. Yeah. Get your hair wet, shampoo it, condition it, get out. Or, um, I mean, I'm thinking about things like, how often do I shampoo my hair? Stuff like that. Or Not, shave your legs. Like, is, is this it, right. a shave your leg day? Or right. Is this a shave your leg? Well, it's January, so I know. no. You're not I shaving can tell you right legs. now. The answer yes. is no. Absolutely. No, dead of winter. Absolutely not. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So I like to cook. So the, the ritual that I know is about cooking and Mm. chopping things and smelling things and preparing things and things like that. And so because that's a necessity, I make time for it. I don't think about bathing as bathing for with time and space Mm -hmm. as a necessity, just the getting clean part Mm -hmm. as the necessity. Yeah. So that was a new one, that kind of time and space, no screens at all. Um, all your senses, so you dim the lights or you turn them off, candles, the whole thing. So, Tammy, okay. you know all about this. You're way down this road, but I didn't. Right. No, that's um, why that's, I am in awe of um, you for just being so open yeah. to it because um, – and for those listening, I mean, hopefully go to our YouTube video because we'll show you some visuals of the book. Um, but this is like an advanced course in bathing, mm. right? intentional ritual, ritual bathing, right? Hmm. And you really embraced it and, and dove right in there, right? Um, in terms of sourcing your own, um, uh, sorry, ingredients mm-hmm. from the recipes mm-hmm. And gathering up whether in some of them there are crystals, obviously essential oils, right? So there are all these different components, making sure you had a journal, mm-hmm. right? And so there was a process of, of getting ready and sourcing, understanding the moon phases, and then actually doing it and actually doing it once you got into that water, which, mm-hmm. it, which is amazing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But even when you were key. skeptical. Yeah. Even, yeah. yeah. When you were like, I don't really know what that even means, yeah. but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Right. Yeah. I'm going to say it, and I'm going to say it over and over, and then something will click, probably mm-hmm. somatically. Something in my body is going to tell me what it means yeah. mm-hmm. over time. Yeah. But 
just because I don't know doesn't make it right. invalid. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, did you get there? I mean, when you said... I did. So, so, I so got there. Did. You finally did Not come to a place. That first one, that waxing moon, the cultivating authentic connection, I didn't get there that night. I still didn't know. Yeah. I'm just going to say it over and over. No problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next time, I did... I did, or I knew what it meant to me, mm-hmm. but it was a, it was a moment. I felt mm-hmm. it and, um, yeah, it's, there were tears. I mean, it was yeah. really, it was a lot. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the way I found my there. way, um, to it really was, I always loved bathing for me. It wasn't about, you know, the bubble bath. I didn't like putting anything in my water that was like, bubbly or chemical or yeah. right? well, it's not good for you well a especially not B, good for women and so also i didn't to want careful. to clean the tub afterwards yeah. <laughs> right yeah and but the idea of salt and oils and candle mm-hmm. and, or candles and um, crystals and just adding intention into the experience i really found my way there um, at a very low point in my life. Mm-hmm. I was running my agency in New York City. I had the kids, you know, it was such a type A, you've been there, project mm-hmm. manager mm-hmm. in D.C., right? And, you know, we have our careers, we have our families, we're juggling. I had a, a young child who was, you know, sick with the mystery illness. Mm-hmm. And for me, I literally gathered up, went, hunted, found stuff, and I couldn't go away on a girl's trip to a spa, but I knew I could go into my bathroom for like 25 minutes, mm-hmm. right? And I made my own kit, my own ritual. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember I had said to my husband, Dan, he was visiting a friend of ours in West Hamden Beach, and I couldn't go. And I said, here are two mason jars. I want you to bring back uh, some ocean water. Oh, wow. And I want you to bring back a jar of sand. And I remember for that particular bath, I had those jars and I dumped that ocean water in the tub and I had my sand on the, um, you know, one of those tub caddies, right? Mm -hmm. And I lit candles and I mixed up some oils and, um, you know, some salts and I put that in the bath with the ocean water and I just made it so hot and I just sat in that water and I just talked to myself. And when I came out, like I was transformed Hmm. and I left it all in the tub and it went down the drain and I, my whole energy was different. My Mm -hmm. whole mindset was different. And, you know, when I was talking to Dan about this, he goes, okay, make 10 different kits. And Hmm. I said, what do you mean make 10 different kits? He goes, yeah, make, make 10 different kits. And so I began like researching all the different recipes and putting all the recipes together and the mantras. And, and I actually started a company, a subscription company um, called Salty Bath. And it was a meditation retreat in a box, right? Mm-hmm. And there was this moment when I was like stuffing boxes and being like very happy that 200 people had subscribed to this thing. Mm. But I was also like, Man, this is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my my ritual bath that was so relaxing and calming has turned into mm-hmm. something yes, else. Yes, but at the same time, I was being really fed by the fact that I would get the sweetest notes oh, from I people mm-hmm. saying the things that you said. Mm-hmm. Like I have no idea, but this I just took this in because <laughs> I would have these little mandala cards mm-hmm. with an affirmation on it. Mm-hmm. And um, so when you gave me this book, mm-hmm. I was like. 
oh my gosh, this is everything that I was studying and putting together and all the different properties of mm-hmm. the botanicals and how I wanted to make my recipes. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, look at these girls. Go, go, go. This yeah. is like yeah. such a great book, right? It is. And I love the fact that your entree to it was that it was recipes. And it does say bathing rituals and recipes. Mm-hmm. And, and you were saying you like to do that in the kitchen, you know, chopping and yep. doing things in the yep. kitchen. So it is interesting how we can find little connections that'll mm-hmm. bring us in. You know, you said you were not woo-woo. This was not your thing. Right. But this probably was exactly the exact right formula, if you will. It was. No, you're exactly right. If I had been given a book with the same cover and the same title that was all text, nothing that was yeah. that looked like a recipe, you're right. I probably wouldn't have been able to access it quite as well. So that's a good, that's a good point. And the other thing that I think is the the surrender to not really needing to know mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. that kind of I'm Huge. not questioning this but the the science of it which I don't know but is clearly part of it and the yeah. spiritualism and and my I didn't have a need to define which it was is this mm. spiritual or is this science mm-hmm. so clearly I'm bringing my cortisol levels down mm-hmm. very low which is why I feel like I'm almost high when I come out of well, the think tub. about how we start life right yeah in the, in the womb in this warm water right. Mm-hmm. Right. being completely immersed and supported mm-hmm. right and actually I did highlight something here that I want to read for our listeners mm-hmm. okay pa- um, page please yes just to <laughs> just to bring them in because you know this is what Nina stumbled upon and um when she was given this book, and I, I wholeheartedly like back it up 100,000%, which is water is life. Mm-hmm. And sacred bathing rituals are nothing new. This is on page 16 and 17. Mm-hmm. Um, and sacred bathing rituals, since we are you know in our theme of rituals mm-hmm. and we're focusing on the elements, in this case water, sacred bathing rituals are nothing new. And the element of water, recognized as the giver of life, conduit for awareness, and keeper of prayer, serves to purify energy, renew the body, and nourish the soul. And, you know, everybody also Mm -hmm. refers to um, Cleopatra for being this epic, iconic bather, Mm -hmm. right? And in the book, that's also cited that that was um, bathing in warm water infused with botanicals and salts became a revered uh, secret of hers for enhancing sensuality and revealing one's inner glow, right? And so think about what you stumbled upon Mm -hmm. and it worked because it was nature, because that's what it was designed to do. Mm -hmm. And you just trusted it, right? Right. And it did what it does. And that's all. And, And then you experienced it. Mm-hmm. To the point where you're like, whoa, what's the next moon? Right. What's the next right. recipe, right? Because it felt so good. It felt so good. And then I did all of them. I did, I did a bath every single week. And I think because it was it was new and, and also because there's so much, there's some breath work there. Mm-hmm. It was the easiest winter I ever had. Wow. It was, I was... That's amazing. Elated. That's it was nice. bizarre. I think I was probably obnoxious because I was just... <laughs> Everything. Your family was like, um, where could you get a grip? Right, get a grip. But I really felt like everything's gonna be fine. It's yeah. going to be okay. Uh-huh. And I didn't put it together that it was that I was taking time yeah. every week. That I was 
breathing very deeply so the science of it means that i you know there's blood flow to all my organs that totally well, you were yeah you're nourishing your nervous system mm -hmm. in a way that maybe in the other seasons maybe the sun does that or the being right. outside and the you know nature does that and in the winter you're stuck inside and so that's your right. nervous system may have been like oh i'm not getting anything good that's helping me and then you found something that really really that is exactly it. right it was wow. it was healing in a way that i absolutely didn't expect wow. and i didn't put it together until well into it um but it was great it was really it was it was really a great thing to do and also it's a good distraction mm -hmm. right because you are you you're building your little apothecary of mm -hmm. of different botanicals and there's a there's a scent element of it. There's a breathing element of it. There's mm -hmm. the time that you take for yourself. And having it be a ritual is the key. If I had just taken a one bath, it, it doesn't work that way. That's right. It has to be consistent. Consistent. Mm -hmm. And whether or not that consistency being connected to the moon is true, mm -hmm. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Right. It works exactly. for me. Right. It so fine. Be, and it right. doesn't have yeah. to be connected to the moon, which right. is a beautiful thing, actually. Right. Um, right. It just helps you stay on a schedule. It helped me yes. stay on the schedule. Right. It helped me think about what what these ladies ascribe to different moon phases. Mm -hmm. Again, I have one foot in and one foot out, but I'm I'm here to listen mm -hmm. fine. Yeah. But the idea that in the new moon you are quiet, you are stoking your fire and saving your energy and getting ready to emerge and in a waxing moon you are coming out of your shell and there's you're connecting as much with everything around you and in the full moon you are full voiced as yourself mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then as you, the moon wanes you are getting rid of things you're shedding yeah. mm -hmm. and so again true or not i don't know who cares? Right. Yeah, who cares? I, who right? cares? Yeah. And it's it's it fits in mm -hmm. with what who we talk. I mean, we talk to so many people about spirituality and, mm -hmm. and everything being cyclical and seasonal, and mm -hmm. you know the cycles. And our guest um, for the air episode, Marin mm -hmm. Azoff, was here, and we were talking about the same thing about it's a cycle. There are going to be seasons for things, mm -hmm. and if we work with that energy, it flows a lot smoother. Yeah. If we're aware of it, and just not that it's prescribing what's going to happen. It's just kind of knowing the forecast, right? Totally. Like, mm -hmm. This is the season when, you know, if you're trying to uh, plant a garden in December in the Northeast, that's not going to work so it's well. It's not going to work. <laughs> right? You can do it, certainly. Right. But is it going to yield anything? Probably not. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's important to know how to work with the energy and the cycles of energy. So I love that you just broke that down that way for the moons. Yeah, um, because it was very, once I read it, it was very intuitive to me. Yeah. And it helped me. It was a reminder almost mm -hmm. to think about. Right. What, what does it look like when I am, when it's a full moon mm -hmm. and I am my, my biggest self? Yeah. Whether or not that's actually related to the moon, I don't know. But yeah, thinking about what my biggest self, my most um, fully informed self, what that looks like is worth doing. And I don't ever do it. Right. Thinking about what I would like to get rid of and shed is worth mm -hmm. doing. And I mm -hmm. don't ever, ever do it. So this bath created space and prompts in a way that was really, really healing yeah. in a great way. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So right now we're in the time of summer, mm -hmm. right? Yes, indeed. And, um, a new moon, actually. Is, was the new moon last night or is it tonight? 
It was Saturday know. night. Okay, because I know it's because it's Monday now. It was mm-hmm. Saturday night. Okay, so as we're the recording summer this, new moon just... is I am grounded in my vision. Yes. Mm. Well, I don't even know what that means, but what you know, right. I'll just try it. I'll say it. We want to unlock some stuff. Well, exactly. You know? What does that mean? What is my new vision? Mm-hmm. So the, what I love about this book too um, is the structure of it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's giving you this affirmation: "I am grounded in my vision," right, and an intention, and to really anything that we can put, um, give our space, give ourselves space to think about how we want to intentionally live. Mm-hmm. I think is a really good thing. So having this structure mm-hmm. creates opportunity for that. And then it goes on to tell us the benefits. And then, so there's a summer new moon um, ingredients list. I love how they do this. The pictures are also so beautiful. But, you know, one of the ingredients is a happy house plant. I know, I how saw cool that. How cool is that? Yeah. Okay, do you want to know what's funny about that? What? I went out this weekend and bought new house plants. Ooh. You're just oh, so it's the new sync. moon, right? I was <laughs> like, when I read that, I was like, that's very funny because oh my I gosh, just so bought new houseplants. Yeah. I didn't even know. There you go. You got to put one in your bathroom. I know. The mm-hmm. other thing that you can do when you're on the contents page and you see the all the seasons. Yes. You can, each full moon cycle is different in the different seasons. And so in the winter, it's about what you're cultivating and attracting and there's a lot of sort of stoking of fire Mm -hmm. and in the spring it's different and in the summer it's different but the 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 circle of it Mm -hmm. changes and in the fall it's um more about a journey and so it seems like they really thought about how we feel in organically in different seasons what is Mm -hmm. what is coming up for people in general Mm -hmm. in the different seasons and and that's how they're guiding us through the moon phases of those seasons in terms of what they want us to be thinking about and focusing on totally it's great and they also have them they have the elements which is Mm -hmm. did you notice that they have the elements with the new moon the full moon waxing moon exactly yeah so we're in the air ether element right for new moon for the new moon for the summer new moon as Mm -hmm. well um so we're going into this fiery season right Mm mm-hmm Right, but also a lot of air. A lot of air. A lot of air, because it's Gemini. Mm, That's right. Gemini is social and... We'll be in Cancer very soon. That's true. Very soon. As a water baby myself. Yeah. 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 Um, But also on page 26, I want to go there, because it says no bathtub, no problem. Yes, I did want to cover that. Oh, yeah. So for a lot of people listening, they're probably like, all right, this sounds great, but like uh, they may have that small tub that they don't want to mm-hmm, climb into mm-hmm. or just never thought about going in there. Right. right? Or just don't want to. And they just prefer yeah. to shower. Yeah. Some people just don't so like So Becky, tub. take us through page 26 and see page what insights 26. we can find there. So they, they're talking about water therapy and how it's accessible to everyone. They're saying to do a hand or foot bath, fill a mm. large bowl with warm water and add approximately half the bath recipe. So it's just putting your hands and your feet in the water, closing your eyes and focusing on your affirmation. So that's a great, you know, super simple. That's awesome. I actually did order um, this beautiful uh, foot tub from Amazon Mm. and it's pewter. 
and it's cool yeah. and mm -hmm. it looks great. And if you don't want to use it for a foot bath, I've also thrown ice in it and it makes a great champagne holder too for your champagne <laughs> bottles. <laughs> if you're having a party. Listen, multi-purpose. Look, yeah. it's you know, you got to get world. a bang for your buck wherever <laughs> you can. Um, oh my gosh. But so that's awesome. I love a good foot soap. Yeah. Well, one thing that I, I know we're like deep into the book right now, but I don't want to <laughs> forget to so ask good. you this question sure. uh, because you had said earlier that, that you, you know, you had decided you were just going to be curious and keep an open mind mm -hmm. and judgment free. But then at one point you said, I just decided to surrender, surrender. I was just going to surrender, surrender into this. Mm -hmm. And I'm just curious, and, and maybe you don't have an answer off the top of your head for this, mm -hmm. um, but surrender is such a hard word for a lot of people. Uh, you know, a lot of us like to hold on tight mm -hmm. and stay in control. I might be saying that for a friend or mm -hmm. for someone more personal. I don't mm -hmm. know. Um, but the whole idea of surrender is a big challenge in and of itself. And I'm just curious for someone who says that you're not a woo woo person and you weren't necessarily looking for a She's new spiritual practice. Woo -woo when it comes to her bathing. Ritual. I'm one foot in one foot out. Exactly. Like it's that. not that I'm not. Yeah, it's just right. that I'm not all the way down. Yeah. And it sort of depends. And totally. when you, but before you started this, mm -hmm. would you have said you were one foot in one foot out? Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's, I, woo woo is <laughs> well, this is good. hard we, to say without laughing, but um, you know, each practice is different. Yeah. So, and it's, it's almost like a woo woo spectrum. So I'm very far down the acceptance of anything that is, for example, Chinese medicine mm, that doesn't mm -hmm. even, for me, that doesn't even register as woo woo. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that my oldest child is because of acupuncture. Mm -hmm. There were all kinds of fertility stuff. So, so I, I, I'm picking up what they're laying down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then crystals, on the other hand, is much more about faith. So you're telling yeah. me that these are rocks and we are giving them magical powers. But what I do is I love a placebo. I love a placebo. <laughs> so I don't know mm -hmm. if these rocks have these powers. Right. Also, I don't care because, right. fine, somebody gave me an amethyst once and told me that it was going to attract certain types of things. Mm -hmm. The human brain wants to see patterns. So now I'm seeing positive patterns because I was alerted to the fact that they might be coming by somebody giving me this amethyst. Those patterns may have been there, right? It's just that I was seeing positive patterns. Mm -hmm. And if somebody hadn't given me this crystal and said positive things are going to happen, maybe my lens would have been different and I would have been looking for negative patterns mm -hmm, and I would mm -hmm. have been reinforcing some type of negative narrative about mm -hmm. oh woe is me and life is so hard so the different practices I just sort of feel differently mm -hmm. but but I'm willing to try almost all of them not really the okay. ingesting stuff I'm mm -hmm. not necessarily going to ingest a lot of things mm -hmm. but all of the other stuff because I don't know whether or not it's working for the reason it says it's working but if my brain thinks it's working and my body thinks it's working then great right yeah. Fine. And it, it's it's that reset right it's mm -hmm. resetting just what you just said about my i would be looking maybe for negative patterns or mm -hmm. i wouldn't be looking for those particular patterns if someone hadn't said it but since they did you did start looking for them and so you did see them so your awareness changed right. which is really the whole point so it's like the you whole said, thing does the crystal have the energy or does it not i don't know i don't know 
that mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. But it reframes my perspective, and that's the key. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, yeah. no. So I'm, I, I guess saying that I'm not a woo-woo person is not fair. I'm just yeah. sort of. Oh yeah, no, I don't I know. Mean, hey, I'm just yeah. that's why I like we're science, opening up but the conversation. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's yeah. really we're not defining it. No. We're interested in what people think mm-hmm. about it and mm-hmm. how. The, if given the opportunity to say, hey, are you woo-woo or not woo-woo? Yeah. Right. How would you answer that? Right. right. And we did for a while ask people, and we could ask you. I mean, we have asked people, like, what does woo-woo mean to you? And you mm-hmm. kind of already described it. You're like, mm-hmm. Chinese medicine, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not even woo-woo to me. Where mm-hmm. someone else, that would be totally off the right. table. Right. You know? A million years ago, meaning like the 1980s, um, <laughs> yeah. the idea that your mental health and your physical health were connected was like witchcraft. And now, right. of course, that's generally accepted. Some of that has to do with my father, who who is a professor, does <laughs> behavioral right. science and whatnot. So, But the idea that your brain is, that stress can poison you or mm. that sickness in your body can affect your mental health that I do believe mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. very wholeheartedly and so things like the bath is is a way of having my brain and my body integrate at, for, for positive for positive uh, responses and reactions and I'm not sure how or why it's working but mm-hmm. it, it did. So, mm-hmm. so who am I yeah. to kind of argue with, with, with the why of it, yeah, but right. taking that time, doing that breath work, mm-hmm. calming down in that way had hugely positive effects. So it was great. I love it. Yeah. I do too. And I love everything that you're saying to me. I'm, I'm seeing, even you just saying that about your dad was a behavioral scientist. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden I was like, Oh, now this makes so much sense. How, how, how you're saying like, does it have a, a real energy to it? I don't know. I don't care mm-hmm. because it's doing what I need it to do. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's almost like you bring a scientific mind to this process, but with a real scientific mind of curiosity, mm-hmm. right? Which is really the scientific mind. It's curious. You're open. You're trying to make connections where they didn't exist before. Mm-hmm. It's not rigid and closed or that's not that's not science, you know. Mm-hmm. But your point about surrender is a really good one because mm-hmm. that's a key it is. part is that... I have to just not know and be okay with not knowing. And maybe my brain can heal my body a little bit, or maybe my body will, my brain's not broken, but you know what I mean? And so the surrender is a, is a critical element, at least for me, it may not be for, for everybody, but that kind of unquestioning, it sounds like I'm talking about a cult, but I'm not, it's really more like the unquestioning of the experience and seeing then using my own experience as evidence mm-hmm. um, is how I try to approach things but surrender is a muscle that you have to yeah. that you have to practice so I'm not always an a plus surrenderer absolutely but and I, we always but have I so try. many different factors going on in our right, lives right? right and so you know that's why it's a process I mean one day you may feel like wow I'm surrendering right. I'm this whole person right. and my heart and my head and my body, they're just all vibing together. And then something happens. And then you're just like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm not surrendering, not surrendering anymore. I this hate taking control right. of this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For sure. Okay, yeah. let me just go back to the book. Okay, Let me mix sure. up a recipe or whatever that thing <laughs> right. is, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, just drop into your heart. Mm-hmm. Just start to breathe and just start to regulate your own nervous system. Mm-hmm. And that's usually the path in to, okay, 
I'm feeling better. I'm connected to myself. I'm mm-hmm. connected to my family and the world around us. Um, and I think that's really, gosh, I mean, a message that I hope uh, to help spread in the world today because so many people are focused on external factors and listening to this person or doing something to please that person mm-hmm. or and they're so disconnected from their own hearts mm-hmm. right and then you know life is hard right so we have jobs we have families we have responsibilities and so there's so much noise coming at us all the time I know probably you can under or relate to this as a consultant I mean certainly in my own agency life it's like you're always reacting to the clients and the cultures mm-hmm. within that you're working within, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. those are always very different. Mm-hmm. Um, corporate culture can be very toxic. It mm-hmm. could wreck your nervous system. Oh, yeah. Right. Right? But then you get home from the office and there's family and there's kids to put to bed and food to put on the table. And Right. Um, when does mama get a break? When does mama get to just breathe? Mm-hmm. Right. And what I love about this book in particular, as an example, and your journey, Nina, is that you took the book, it resonated with you, and you did it one ritual at a time. Mm-hmm. And if we can just get more people (laughs) being open to that one thing that's going to work for them, for me, that's that's why I'm sitting here having these conversations and and giving all these different ideas. Publish on the podcast, (laughs) right? Right. Just another idea. I don't have the answers. You don't have the answers. No. We just have these experiences, and we're all sharing this planet, right? And it's Mm -hmm. and it's you know sometimes Mm -hmm. can be pretty messy. Yeah. And be open to it, right? Yeah, open to it. It may be, I think people sometimes get embarrassed in their own home, even when nobody's watching them. Isn't right. that true? Right. And it I, took me a long time <laughs> just to say, I'm meditating. Right. Yes. Nobody's Correct. watching me. You can't come me. in here. Right. <laughs> and I then guess. the door will be closed. And, be and like, then God forbid when you start to set up your like like little altar space <laughs> where you put yeah. the things, right? right? I'm right. kind of like, nobody come in here. Right. Nobody come in here. Right. Nobody look at my office. <laughs> Am I on camera? <laughs> yeah. No, you're not on camera, right? you doofus. Yeah. But, but right. So there's always this kind of... <laughs> This kind of big brother, big brother idea, <laughs> uh-huh. and so trying to figure out how to be open to doing things that make you feel like a dork, yes, or make you feel nervous, right, or right. make you feel who knows what, and yeah. just giving it a try. Mm-hmm. And then the flip side of that, at least for me, maybe not for everybody, is knowing how to recognize when they work, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Because I might not be great at paying attention to the clues, mm-hmm. so cultivating that like oh I do not have butterflies in my stomach and I did before Uh or my sleep was amazing and usually it's a good c minus sleeping so things like that trying to figure out oh what does it look like when I'm feeling great or what does my body feel like when I'm feeling great and how okay so maybe that's evidence that this one worked and right. i should do it more it's hard so do you have it a journal hard. or a notebook or something that you write these things down in or how are you keeping track of your evidence <laughs> that's a good question mm-hmm. right so i'm not well i don't like to self-define but i'm not typically a good journaler but i do make a little note sometimes in the book it's more like bullet points mm-hmm. um of when something 
made me feel great mm-hmm. or or for for this book it was really a whole season mm-hmm. where I I felt amazing mm-hmm. and um but the 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 recognition the sort of somatic recognition recognizing things in your body is something that I've been doing for years and didn't even know it not until the last two years did I even know that that was a thing mm-hmm. but I've made some really big decisions by trying on different sentences. And so even like maybe 18, 20 years old or something like that. (laughs) So I would, I would be feeling, so when I'm nervous, I feel it in my stomach. And Mm -hmm. I'm when I, when I'm angry, I feel it sort of in my chest. And when I'm sad, I feel it up here in my throat. So, and that's huge that you know that about yourself, by the way. That's what I was getting ready to yeah. say. Well, I mean, I most yeah. people, I'm old. <laughs> but still, I mean, take take note, people out right. there listening or watching. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really powerful, just to say, good job that you yeah. know that about yourself, right? I I don't, and I don't know how I recognize. I really, really don't. I can't I can't attribute it to anything. But I would be able to, in my 20s, sort of know when something was bothering me because my stomach would feel funny mm. sort of butterfly e for like a week and mm-hmm. so what I would do um because I'm you know just because I'm sort of a dork is, <laughs> is I would sit there and I would pretend that something happened and I would test whether that was the thing that was bothering me so I would pretend that I got a phone call that said hey Nina we canceled this meeting and then I would feel no, my stomach still feels garbagey. Okay, you're getting a phone call, and hey, Nina, you don't have to do this thing at work. No, that's not it. Hey, Nina, um, your tax return is $5,000. Oh, look at that. It's money. It's money that's bothering me, that that's what I'm nervous of because everything would sort of unwind. And that's when I left my my wonderful job with wonderful people. But it was, I tried on, I had some options in front of me, Mm -hmm. and I tested door number one with my stomach, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and my stomach still felt in knots. I tested door number two, my stomach still felt in knots. And I thought, oh, there has to be a door number three that I didn't know about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I had to think about, what is door number three? What's the third option that I haven't seen? Oh, mm-hmm. it's time. It's mm-hmm. time yeah. to go. Mm-hmm. And then when so I said that to myself, I will never forget. I was at my computer at work. Everybody's wonderful, by the way. Everybody, it's, there's nothing bad. There's no drama. It's just time. But it was just time. And I tested that sentence and I just felt like a million bucks. My stomach wow. unwound. And so it's that's really that is, amazing. That is a I great recommend practice. it if yeah. you can. Yes. If you can recognize where you hold mm-hmm. these things yes. or how they show up. Mm-hmm. And also because I, I've done a similar thing mm-hmm. a, a couple of years ago, something happened to me and I was the same thing. I was like, what in the world has me tied up in knots right now? I thought I was ready for this. Wait. I thought I was okay. I thought I had processed through everything. And so what's going on? Why am I still holding this same thing? It was just kind of that angst in your stomach. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, the minute that you can put your finger on what it is, it's not that it, well, for me, it's not that it made it go away right away, but it helped me identify what I needed to, it was like a muscle I needed to strengthen, mm-hmm. right? It was like, oh, that's where I have a lot of fear around that. Okay, so I need to build up some muscle 
around that that's going to make me feel more confident in that area so yeah. that I don't feel this fear that's going to, and it was holding me back. That's the thing. Yeah. It can sometimes keep you stuck. And if you can't identify what the piece is, so I love, I'm so glad you just shared that because I think that's such a great totally. practice. Door number one, door number two. <laughs> I thought there were only it. two doors. Right, I know. <laughs> I there really may be did. ten. Uh-huh. There may have been a whole bunch of doors, yeah, but I was just like, mm-hmm. shoot. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Neither one of these doors is solving it. Yeah. And that's the thing, like these rituals, you know, that wasn't around a ritual per se, mm-hmm. but these rituals, and you said this when you started, it gave you space. Mm-hmm. It gave you space. And that's what you really need to be able to feel what is happening in my stuff or where is it in my body first, mm-hmm. right? And then what's happening. And then to test out the doors, you need that time, the quiet, the space. Mm-hmm. And something like a ritual bath, you could do that in there too. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. And then the other thing is that um, I'm curious about is did this spark something in you that you said, hmm, let's. Are there other things that you've tried yes. that aren't bath related <laughs> that might be that in the, not bath but related. might be in the woo woo? How bucket. many baths do you take? <laughs> I know. Um, I'm gonna well, pour some I mean, water. I don't know if it's woo woo because there's a lot of science yeah. there, but the whole idea of the vagus nerve mm-hmm. is um, because it's science. That means I buy it, <laughs> which is as equally as ridiculous as not buying something that's woo-woo. But um, I bought a book called Body by Breath, and it's a big tome, mm. sort of an, it's very academic. Um, but what it does is it has all these breathing practices that strengthen your vagus nerve in different situations. And the idea that there's something that I thought was fairly fundamental to me that actually could be changed is not really something that I that I thought I could do physiologically. So, for example, anger right here. In the chest. In the chest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think over time, so I don't have a short fuse. I really don't. I'm pretty even keeled. But when I do feel really, really angry, it's a lot. It's a Mm -hmm. lot of anger. And Mm -hmm. I either let it out or I don't. Mm -hmm. Mostly I don't, which is not ideal because that's a function of trust. I don't necessarily trust myself to do it effectively or thoughtfully. So then there's a lot of like, "Mm, don't say it. Just don't even go there. there. Mm -hmm. Uh This is is good. Keep going. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) So that trust in yourself, like you can talk about this without calling somebody a daft numpty um, <laughs> in a workplace, right? Yeah. Right? And so that's right. that's something that I work on over time. And mm-hmm. so um, I'm not going to call somebody a daft numpty to their face in a workplace, but I'm not going to say anything. That's right. not great that's either. Not either. Right. So the idea that you can work on that you can exercise your vagus nerve to help with Hold this on one response second, because there could be people sitting there okay. going what what's, are they talking about the what are they nerve? talking yeah. about uh-huh. so the vagus nerve goes from the brain to your gut mm-hmm. right? yep and that's important because because everything lives in your gut mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the gut is the root of everything mm-hmm. and your vagus nerve comes it's it's ancestral Right. So it, it's come straight from your mother mm-hmm. and it, it's ancestral. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like you pull down generational 
the generational downloads. Yeah, there. That's a good way they to say it. They enter down yes. that vagus nerve. That's the vagus yeah, nerve. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're you're imprinted. And Just so everybody knows what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And 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 you can take it or leave it, but yeah. um, the nerve is there. That mm-hmm. that is real. And it touches all of your organs. It's the superhighway. It is the superhighway, and it's very primal, and it's very reptilian. Mm-hmm. And so we haven't, over time, well, asterisk, now I'm talking like I know what I'm talking about. So take it with a <laughs> grain of salt. But She's like, I read this book. I, right. <laughs> I learned a thing one time, so let me tell you why I'm an expert in it. I'm totally not. But as I understand it, mm-hmm. everything I say should be should be yeah, this is your prefaced experience with as you're on this journey. It. Yeah. We're we're walking alongside you. That's right. right. Yeah. But the idea that you can exercise the vagus nerve and strengthen it and change your responses instead of just you're angry at something and so you're either going to push it out or keep it in. Door number three, please. <laughs> yeah, what's door number three? What's door number three? Can I actually just say it and take whatever comes? Or can oh, I... I don't know that I can. Can I no. approach it with <laughs> kindness? What does this mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And, and that's still a journey. I just don't know. Mm. But... There are exercises that you can do. A lot of them are breathing, but some of them are with one of the little squishy balls that have a name that I can't remember. Um, where squishy you're balls, of, good. The squishy mm-hmm. balls. Yeah. There's a name. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, where you're sort of pushing on different parts of your gut. Mm. You are relaxing different parts of your shoulders and pushing on it. So um, that has been a really... Basically, the anger part is my next focus. Because fear... In my, in my gut is not that frequent. It comes, I sort of test it, and I can, I can manage it. And I'm not particularly afraid very frequent, frequently. Um, I'm not angry that frequently either, but I have less trust in myself to be able to manage it and process mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and is the anger yeah. because there's just a lot of incoming at you, or? Oh, it can or be. Or is it stuff that's bubbling up because you just didn't? I'm just curious. You don't have to go into specifics, but is it more reactionary stuff or more the world around you? No, or? it's reactionary. Okay. Um, and some of it isn't even anger, it just is patience. Oh. I sometimes mm. have the patience of like a four year old child, four year old boy child. Mm. <laughs> Different. Very. Um, huh? Very. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and so. I'll give you an example. I am now commuting a couple days a week mm-hmm. down to the very bottom of Manhattan. And Oof. so that means that I am very close friends with the West Side Highway. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so you drive? I drive. Not mm-hmm. always. Okay. But but depending on what time I leave, I drive. Um, and part of that drive, actually, is that there's some space there and there's some time. Sure. Yeah. And so when I'm on the West Side Highway and it's taking over an hour to get the, from the bottom to mm-hmm. the top of Manhattan. What I've noticed is that there's breath work that I can do and that I'm not that irritated by it. It doesn't feel, I don't feel anxious. I don't mm. feel impatient. Love that. Um, and that is part of the, the, the focus on the vagus nerve mm-hmm. and trying to take these opportunities to do this breath work. And so I, I'm not getting... Um, Flustered. That's yeah. maybe a better word than yeah. angry. Is the, 
the fluster sure. element yeah. of it. <gasps> yeah. Right. <sighs> and also just driving in traffic alone, right, is enough to fluster anyone. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. you have this whole new thing in your toolkit right. to deal with that. Right. Yeah. So just even if somebody were any, took anything away from this podcast today, it's that you may be commuting on the daily and you could actually use right. this type of breath work to manage that better so that you're not going think of how much time people spend commuting to and from their jobs right and so if you had a different sort of mindful approach to that Mm -hmm. boy wouldn't that be so much easier to to navigate your day yeah and less stress on your body less stress on your body yeah Mm -hmm. because none of it is particularly healthy all that commuting Mm -hmm. sitting right but doing a little bit of breath work so i will usually do a four seven eight for 10 times and that's it i mean that takes like three minutes not Mm -hmm. that big a deal can you explain to people what four seven eight is? sure so i'm breathing in for four i'm holding for seven and i'm breathing out for eight um i learned this from a woman named meg robitaille who's a young woman who um operates out of Austin, Texas, and she does somatic healing work Mm -hmm. and and is great. And she also lives in the real world and Mm -hmm. is a human. And so, yeah. (laughs) So she taught me about that. Um, But there's a lot of different, you can do a four, four, eight, where you Mm -hmm. breathe in for four, hold for four, and release and breathe out for eight. What What I've learned in this whole vagus nerve exploration is that it's really all about the longer exhale. Yes. Mm Um, which I didn't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I recently learned that myself. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what resets your nervous system, right? right. That's yeah. what tells your body you're not okay. going to die. Mm-hmm. That's right. I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got you, little Nina. It's going to be okay. <laughs> Nina Benina. Little friend. <laughs> yeah. I got you. Yeah. Um, so when little Nina is like, oh, my God, I can't take yeah. it. Like, look at this. I can take the time to breathe out for eight counts. Mm-hmm. We're going to live. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's that. all going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. I got the eight count out. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love it. That's beautiful. And yeah. that's, I mean, and the end of it all, like the whole idea, the, the marker, like you were saying earlier about like, how do I pay attention and, and recognize when things are working? You just said it. You had a different. You have a different reaction now, mm-hmm. and that is usually a hallmark when you talk to spiritual teachers or mm-hmm. people who are into personal growth and development. That's what they say. You know, things are working when your reaction is different than it would have normally been. Mm-hmm. Just like your reaction to winter was different because of your ritual bathing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That totally changed different. your relationship with that season. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's well huge. said. That was That's a huge. really big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now I don't even say oh I hate the winter you know I I I have to figure out what I say now but <laughs> I, I welcome don't, winter I don't have a new narrative and mixing up a bath recipe for you right <laughs> but it was a totally different experience yeah. this winter which was amazing yeah I, I mean that was talk about door number three yeah yeah I didn't know that that was a thing that could could happen I didn't mm-hmm. know that I could be there on Sunday and just be excited that it was Sunday and not be like I'm crying and I don't know why. It's just something my body's doing. Uh-huh. Nobody yeah. has to fix it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I like how much of this is, is somatic for you. Mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you're, you're a real somatic healer, you can tell. Like you're feeling it in your body. You're doing the rituals that really engage your body, mm-hmm. engage your senses. Mm-hmm. You'd said like the bath, it's really, it's getting all the senses. And so that's really, you know, that's, yeah. a, that's great because 
connecting your body with your mind and your spirit and all, I mean, it's all one thing working together. So it's, it makes sense that you would have a practice that there are practices that can help us engage with that. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. And it means that, that you can change. Yeah. Which you can change. I didn't necessarily know. And I think that we in, in, modern society now I sound like a get off my lawn type person but (laughs) I think there's a lot of self-definition like I'm not that I my kids will say to me I'm I'm not a I'm not a a cottage cheese guy Mm -hmm. and I'm like you're eight what are you talking about that's not that's not a you don't need to define yourself I'm not a grilled cheese guy yeah um okay I'm not I'm not a a a tennis person Mm -hmm. seriously um, yeah. so, but I think grownups do that too. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I probably, have a temper more. Mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, I have a really short fuse right. or right. I'm stories, a crier. I'm a super emotional person. Right? I think women, it happens even mm-hmm. more because they get told it. Yes. Well, I'm difficult. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm opinionated. I'm moody. Well, I'm moody. Right. Such a bitch. And yes. you eat that mm-hmm. You're like, oh, thank you. I thank you for mm-hmm. giving that definition to me. I'm gonna eat it <laughs> and repeat it back. Mm-hmm. And so the uh, this, the attraction to me of the somatic piece, because I saw it with the baths, is door number three. It's like, oh, maybe I'm not this way. It's just that I have been, and now I'm changing, and That's I can. Right. There's, I have an impact on that change. Mm-hmm. I. Maybe I don't hate winter. I did, mm-hmm. and now there's things that I can do so that I don't, or right. that my body behaves differently in winter. Maybe you will always winter. hate winter, but now you know how to deal with it. Right, right. exactly. Well, right? You, you evolved. I mean, that's I evolved. the whole name of the game here, <laughs> that's right? right. Yeah. We're all trying to evolve right. in our own in our own particular way and up against our own particular challenges. Right. So mm-hmm. it's when we stop that and say, nope, this is just how I am, or this is just how it right. is, and it's like, whoa, whoa. I love the door number three thing. I love the door number like, three yeah. thing. I know. I don't even know what, the, what it means, but it felt that way with yeah. the job decision. Yeah, it's really sure. like these choices are not serving me at all. There yeah. has to be another one. Right. And I don't know what it is, so now that's my work. Now I have to figure out what's behind mm-hmm. door number three. Yeah. And that's hard work. It's hard work. Really. And that's the whole point too, right? I mean, no one is going to show up and say, Nina, mm-hmm. while you looked at these two doors... And so right. those are the only three, doors. The lottery. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. So let no. me help you out. This is what you have to do. Right. No. Right. And mm-hmm. fortunately, you also had the good sense to say, all right, what else? What else? Right. It's not one. It's not two. But what else? Right. Yeah. And scary. So scary. Right. Mm-hmm. How and could it not I be? I even, you know, just th- thinking back, and this is a really long time ago, but at a really important decision that I had to make. And, you know, you go through all the best case, worst case scenario thinking, right? Pro, con. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's, well, what is my mother going to think of me? Or what is, mm-hmm. right? And then yeah. what is this person going to think of me? And Right? And so, but doing the work meant I'm just going to take the chance on myself. Mm-hmm. And I know that this is right for me. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what happens, I'm ready to just step over that little hump on the other side, mm-hmm. right? And for you, that's door number three. Right. And recognizing what's right for me is because hard. You, I don't said, always do that. Nobody in that job situation or that, that work environment, lovely people, all yeah. fine. No drama. And somebody could have said, well, okay, Nina, get your, like a person trying to make that same decision mm-hmm. could have just squashed the fact that there could even be a door number three. Mm-hmm. Because who are you to 
not like what's going on here? Right. Why yeah. isn't that good enough for you? Yeah. Right. Oh, <laughs> that's right? a big one. Right. That's a big one to I mean, hold everybody on. back. What, what's so bad here? Mm-hmm. I know. I did have to answer that question a lot. And I don't think people believed me when I said nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, why would you leave something that's good? Exactly. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> when it's no longer aligned. <laughs> I I, I don't have a good answer for that. Yeah. I mm-hmm. It feels like the right time. I feel like it feels like an ending. And I am interested in a new beginning, which I don't know what it is. <laughs> Even harder for people to Even understand. Even harder. People are yeah. like, what They're are like, you okay, insane? You're going yeah. off the deep end. You have here. gone off the mm-hmm. deep end. And of course, now we're a year and a half later. Such a good decision. Mm-hmm. But totally scary. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and yeah, very hard to rationalize those those decisions. Yeah. I, because I don't think you can. You yeah. know, I think that because you've said it, you said it, if you said it once, you said it 10, maybe 100 times. You kept mm-hmm. saying, feeling, I just feel like, mm-hmm. I feel, I feel, I feel. I'm back to the whole somatic thing. Mm-hmm. Your body knew. Mm-hmm. And it told you. And you went Absolutely. through a practice so that it could tell you. It's all inside. Yeah. It's all inside. We always have the answer. It's in there. It's yeah. just a matter of what tool are we going to use what ritual can we use to help give us the space mm-hmm. to excavate it out? Mm-hmm. I love the practices that yeah. you shared today. Really, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. above and beyond the 100%. bath, which is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So many good things yes. from this conversation. So we're definitely link to these fine people, Dakota Hills and Sierra yeah. Bashir. Is that Bashir, I think name? so. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, in yeah. case anybody's interested in that. Um, Nina, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, you guys. What a treat. Treat for us. Thank Um, you so much. And I'm on an Oracle card. For everyone who saw episode one of season two. So I got inspired. Mm -hmm. Do we know the order? I don't know. We don't know the order that these episodes are coming out yet, do we? I don't know. Maybe you do. I don't know. But we did a fun thing with the oracle cards, and okay. this is a new deck. I actually haven't even used this deck. Oh my gosh, but, I cannot um, wait to see what comes. Have you guys read the Untethered Soul by Michael Singer? I have. Yes, I'm very mm-hmm. familiar. I have with not. It. I know that what it is, but I have not read it. Sure. Check mm-hmm. out. But mm-hmm. now he's got this deck of oracle Ooh. cards out. So it's a 32 card deck. Um, and Beck, I don't have my glasses yes. on, so you're just going to read a little synopsis there, okay. so that people listening can understand. Mm-hmm. Okay. So at the top, it yeah. says, "Soar beyond your boundaries every single day." Love that. So drawing on the wisdom of the life-changing New York Times bestseller, The Untethered Soul, these extraordinary cards feature 52 profound and uplifting quotes that will inspire you to break through your limitations, cultivate lasting peace and tranquility and discover who you really are. Love it. So what I love about decks, right? And people can explore them because mm-hmm. what if Nina, you need a bath but you haven't gathered your things mm-hmm. yep. and you're short on, you know, what you can put in your tub or whatever, right? Or you don't have time. Or sometimes yeah. I just go, "All right, I'm just going to pull a card." Yeah. I take a card into my bath with me or into my meditation space, mm-hmm. right? Um, you have a huge like, long commute and you want to or you have, a long commute, have your brain or, focused yeah, instead of running wild. You're stuck in traffic wild. in mm-hmm. the car. Smart idea. It's mm-hmm. a little mindfulness, but we're going to have Nina pick. Have Nina, oh, okay. have Nina pick and read the card. All right. Because that. sometimes a card is just a great way to just shift your energy, mm-hmm. your mindset, or move through a situation. 
Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to put these cards down here. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you want to spread them a little more, you can, or just feel like one that might be calling out to you. All right. I'm going to take this guy. Card. Okay. Going beyond. Would you like to go beyond yourself? Would you like to feel no edges? All right. So what's that bringing up for you? No edges. Ooh, no edges. I mean, an edge for me. Well, you go first. You. I just well, <laughs> there's some for me. There's some body stuff there. Mm. Some not some somatic body stuff, but just some body image mm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, what does it feel like to be somebody who doesn't think about how your body is looking at that moment? Right. Like, yeah. How far out is my belly sticking? <laughs> Right, exactly. The edge of my belly. Right, exactly. Where is the edge of my belly? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like there's yeah. a, as, as evolved as I may be, the edge of my body, the amount of space I take up, takes up some space in my brain. And yeah. it would be amazing mm-hmm. to be in a place where there's no, where where my body is, how much space my body's taking up yeah. ha- doesn't have an doesn't edge. Matter. Right. Oh, that would Ooh. be magic. Oh, I love That's that. That's a good one. Brain That's space. a good one to work on. All Do right, Tammy, sure. you go. Yeah. Well, I guess it kind of feeds into what I was thinking, which is the edge for me is the programming of society and people telling me what my edge should be, right? Mm. And I'm like, well, no, no, no. I, I actually want to reach out farther or, you know, push the edge, push the boundary. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was something where I was like, okay, go beyond, right? Because sometimes we feel like other people think we're too much, right? Mm. And, and so that's like been a thing. And I'm tired of playing small because somebody thinks I'm too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I don't know. There might be something there. I think that's mm-hmm. a really big thing that you just said. You do? Yeah, for you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I the, think like, that's right. Which muscle are you flexing? Which muscle are you investing in? The, the muscle to keep yourself small mm-hmm. or the muscle to, to take up space and be big? Yeah. I, I think that that's a really important flexing. thing. Start that flexing. Other mu- that other muscle. <laughs> right. Yes. I know. I have some work to do. Yeah. And Becky? Well, it's funny. When, when I heard you read that, it made me think of a meditation that I've done several times. I do these guided meditations where she has you feel the energy in your body and where the energy meets your skin. Mm. And then she talks about like now feel the energy going out from your body and filling the whole room mm-hmm. and then filling the whole house and filling, you know, your kind neighborhood of, and yeah, that work. kind of yeah. meditation. And mm-hmm. so that's what popped in my mind when you first said that was like going beyond the edges of, and it's a similar thing to you. I think my, my edge that I I'm up against is um, what's interesting because as a performer, as a singer and, and playing out all the time, I am most comfortable when we're playing gigs where we are the background music, where nobody's particularly looking at us, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if we have to be looked at, and if, if we're the main stage center of attention, I prefer for that to be our full band, right? Because mm-hmm. then there's strength in numbers. Mm-hmm. But when it's just like Peter and I together, uh, or if it's just me mm-hmm. uh, and another guitarist or something, that is super uncomfortable for me. Hmm. Um, and I'm laughing because Peter's over here engineering our podcast for us, so he's probably laughing. But whenever a time comes up and he'll say, like, he has to change a string or something, he'll be like, you know, just say something. Say something in the mic. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I clam up. 
So for me, that edge is like allowing that energy, mm-hmm. right, to just fill up the space yeah. and be okay mm-hmm. that it's my energy filling up the space. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, so that's that's my edge. See, that's that really good. That was a card. That people. was a card. And three. That's how easy. Reactions. That's how easy it is yeah. to just. That was really good, Becky. That's a lot. Yeah. And I wonder if you clam up because you don't have anything to say or you don't trust yourself to say something. That's right. I think it's the um, latter. I think it's I don't trust. It's like, oh, what if I say something that sounds stupid? Yeah. So much is about trust. Yeah. In yourself. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is. And And that's a theme that came up for both of us. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Just trust yourself. Just trust yourself. Me, I need to go beyond and trust myself. And I just need to trust myself. You just need to trust yourself. (laughs) Yeah. I know. Yeah. Agreed. You know, Same. You trust yourself. Same. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yes. Feel all the things. Feel them all. Be all the things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Soak in a good bath. Right. Oh gosh. Yes, I want one now. I know. I'm. I'm definitely the trying. The pictures this. in the book where the they pictures. have these big basins outside in uh-huh. the Southwest. I love that. Seriously. I know. Can I please have yes. one of those? Under we a need big, to book that trip. Sky. sky. Mm-hmm. The there's outdoor pl- thing. Yes. Mm. Oh, outdoor bathing. Yes. yes. Okay. There is a place. Big I yes. will tell you. There's a place in Montana. It's a dude ranch that mm. I went there, but they had the big copper yes. baths outside. Oh, we need that link. We need to go there. Yeah. Yes. We yeah. should go there and do us. That's a, a woo-woo in the ritual. wild. It is woo-woo in the wild. Let's go. Ooh, let's yes. do that. Oh. I'm in. Okay. Okay. On that note. On that note. Right. We could be here another hour. We'll see you next time. All right. Thanks, you guys. Thank you.